0: Shaft. It's the audience who gets shafted in this sloppy, regressive sequel. This is the fifth time around the block for the Shaft film series, which was originally released in 1971. It revolved at first around an African-American detective named John Shaft. The franchise has been continually revived with the same same but different crime-solving storyline which came to centre around his nephew, John Shaft II, Samuel L. Jackson and now it's been resuscitated by everyone's favourite streaming giant, Netflix, to focus on Shaft 2's now-grown son, who goes by JJ. For the safety of his son and at the behest of his ex-partner Maya, Regina Hall, Shaft has kept his distance for the last 25 years. JJ, Jesse T. Usher, is a plaid shirt-wearing, coconut water-drinking data analyst for the FBI, who has learned everything he knows from his mama. When his best mate and former Army vet, Karim, dies of a suspicious heroin overdose, JJ decides to reach out to the old man who abandoned him and who conveniently runs a private investigations firm to get to the bottom of it. This incarnation is touted as an action comedy where its predecessors were more thrilling than comedic. And perhaps because this is a new direction for the series, the writers felt they needed to make this move a bleedingly obvious one. Tim's story's shaft starts out with some edgy, stylistic choices and a good dose of unexpected humour that creates hope for an inspired, revitalised reboot but you'd be smart not to get your hopes up. Somewhere in the second act, it slips dramatically from chucklesome to outright cheesy. By the time it reaches its predictable conclusion, you've got yourself a full-size cheese stuffed crust creation with a script that falls in a heap and reduces virtually all of its characters into caricatures. The film is at its best and funniest when Shaft and JJ banter about what constitutes manliness, how we use labels to define people, feminist ideology and equal opportunity. J.J. is presented as the modern-day alternative to his sexist, close-minded father. And had the film taken this notion and run with it, giving a new, more thoughtful and intelligent breed of Shaftmen men to the world, it could have been a success, but J.J. is only meekly presented as the alternative and not the answer. Instead of putting Shaft and Shaft Senior in their place, he ultimately falls in line, fighting like them, dressing like them, and sticking it to the man just as they do. J.J. should be the new, higher-standard hero of the film, but it's Shaft that emerges victorious. Shaft will serve to reinforce the bigoted ideas that it acknowledges, because by not clearly picking a lane in these debates, it doesn't offer up enough to contradict them. Putting the film's failure to make any kind of meaningful statement aside, the father-son adventure is amusing enough, due in no small part to Jackson's could-do-this-in-my-sleep performance, and a sturdy effort to keep up with him from Usher. The action sequences are lazy though, almost mirroring each other at times. It's rarely thrilling nor suspenseful and the supporting cast suffers at the hands of the limited script. Shaft, at least the first half, is a fun film but doesn't bring anything new to the table. You'll enjoy it more if you watch it mindlessly and expect nothing from it. If only it had been man enough to deliver a hero that wasn't as behind the times as that very concept. See it if you enjoy watching Samuel L. Jackson's mofo style or you feel like watching a movie but you know you'll probably fall asleep halfway through. Skip it if you cringe when women are referred to as pussy or cheesy humour makes you run for the hills. It gets two stars out of five. Jump on over to the Seed or Skip It Instagram page to let us know what you thought about this review and the film.